Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Bunch of Beauties presented by Pucker Up Sports. I am your one of your lovely hosts, Sam Prevo. I am a senior editor of Pucker Up Sports. And as always, I am joined by uh, Jennifer Molia. I usually have a little joke when I say my name. Simply could not think of one. But um, happy, what's today's date? Happy May 14th or 15th when you're listening to this. Happy May 15th. That's my spiel today. Ariel Melendez, uh, just getting done work, so I'm kind of hanging out now. Thankful to be here and not at the hell they call retail. So true. So true. So true, bestie. So true. <laughs> and honestly, this is my one of my favorite days. Parts of my week is hanging out with you guys, talking about our favorite sport, making some jokes, just enjoying our hour, our hour, hour and a half that we spend together every Heck Friday. Yeah. Um, so today is a special day. Today, we are going to make our brackets for the bracket challenge. We made a little uh, in-house, I made a little in-house bracket challenge league for us, for the three of us. And we're going to go through our decisions on air, kind of explain why we are picking what we're picking. And then as the playoffs go by, we'll just see who's in, who, who gets the closest to predicting what actually happens um so it'll be a fun little challenge um and we're doing it on the official bracket nhl.com thing so if you want to copy our brackets or do whatever then listen along and just fill out yours with us um so ariel i think you said you already filled yours out jen and i are going to be filling ours out as we go yes um but all right so i'm just going to go left to right so i'm just going to start in the north in canada yeah, I'm going to um, do whatever NHL.com uh, tells me to. Okay, so... That's going to be my order. Okay, so the first thing I see on my screen, because I have the whole thing on my computer, so mm-hmm. uh, in the North Division, we have Toronto versus Montreal. That's the yeah. one versus four. And Edmonton-Winnipeg is the two versus three. Yes. So I am going to pick Toronto to win that f- series. I'm going to be hopeful that they make it out of the first round. And I'm going to say it goes six games. I'm not going to say seven. I'm going to say six. And I'll explain why when we do the next one. Because I think Edmonton is going to win against Winnipeg. And I think that will also go six games. Um, I am not going to pick the Toronto Maple Leafs, sadly. Um, oh, spicy. Because I just... There's, like, no logic rooted in this. I just feel like if the Leafs make it to the first round of the playoffs, they simply cannot get to the second one. I would love for them to get to the second one, but in my um, experience in my lifetime, in my, um, yeah, they they uh, they don't do it. So I'm going to pick Maybe the Habs. Maybe this, this is your challenge to them. Prove me wrong. Yeah, I mean, I would like, I'd like to see them win. It'd be nice. Um, but I'm going to pick the Habs. Because every year, I pick the Leafs to make it out of the first round, and then they don't. So we're going to try something different, reverse right. psychology. And how many games? Uh, I'm going to say seven, because seven. I feel like I, this is giving me um, Leafs-Boston vibes from a couple years ago, where it went seven games, and then they still didn't win. So that's what I'm going to go with. Thank you. All right. Ariel, you didn't pick the Leafs either, right? No, but I, like Jen, have no single, like, true reason. Like, there's no logic behind it. There's no, like, oh, I think the Habs are better. Like, there's no, like, 
And I think it's just like, to me, it would just be funny. I like living on my, my little island, my leaf support island. So that's fine. Um, I like it. I'm, I, we'll do round by round going around. So we'll come, we'll cycle back. I, mm-hmm. I think that'll, that'll make the most sense. So yes. in, in the East, the one versus four is Pittsburgh Islanders. This is like the worst choice of my life. And then. But see, I, I did this, the same thing that I did with Montreal, Toronto. I was like, which one would be funnier? I'm, I'm honestly going to pick the Islanders because I just don't want to see Pittsburgh happy and I don't want to see them prosper. That's literally you know my, I mean? like, that's literally also, my reason. Also, I mean, like, not to be like spoiler alert, but like, I'm picking the Hurricanes out of the Central, so like, I really want them to sweep the Islanders again because I got to see it in person the first time <laughs> and it was the most satisfying thing I've ever experienced in my life. Anyway, so let's backtrack though because we're not up to that. We're not there. So. We have Pittsburgh Islanders, uh, one and four, and then Washington Boston, which actually starts tomorrow. They're the first game. Um, oh, I didn't say my Edmonton Winnipeg one. Oh, Neither shoot. did I. Oh shoot! I'm sorry, guys. I'm just like totally <laughs> skipping over everything. Yeah. That's so okay. Edmonton Winnipeg. What did you guys pick? Um, I once again had no reasoning behind my pick, but I went with the Oilers. I did too. I want to see Connor McDavid thrive. Exactly. That was my reasoning. I feel like it's been too long with um, him not getting good things, and I think he should get good things, and that's going to be it. Um, I said six games because I said seven for the first one. Fair. I think the number of games thing is just like, uh, like a crapshoot anyway. Yeah. Ariel, did you pick Edmonton or when? You yeah, Edmonton. I also I also picked Edmonton just because I think. Yeah, I don't know that much about Winnipeg, but so correct me if I'm wrong here, or come at me if I'm wrong here. Edmonton just feels like they have more talent. But I mean, that Edmonton may is... be Connor McDavid. Just I mean, like, yeah, I mean, has any, talent for everyone. Any, any team that has Ed, uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. We'll, I just we'll feel like their talent advantage. overrides. So I should say, I feel like just McDavid and Drysaddle's talent just overrides maybe the amount I of think talent be, that Winnipeg has. This will be a very interesting series because Connor Hellebuck is the biggest factor here. Mm-hmm. I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would even backtrack to Montreal, Toronto, and say that Carey Price is also the the goaltending in the North. I was going to say is going to be a huge. X factor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, if Connor Hellebuck and the and Winnipeg's very young defense, um, Jen and I have seen a lot of Neil Pionk in New York, and he's very good. Yeah. Um, he was just kind of it was wrong place, wrong time for him in, mm-hmm. in New York. But um, if they can shut down McDavid and Dreisaitl, and the, obviously Edmonton has much weaker goaltending, uh, then I think Edmonton's in trouble. But I really want to will second round Connor McDavid because I when when Connor McDavid is thriving and is still in the national picture, then everyone wins because he's the best yeah. player in the world. Agree, and and we want to see the best player in the world succeed. So that was my like, and we would love to see McDavid Matthews in the second round. So yes, now that I'm done steamrolling you guys, let's go to the <laughs> let's go to the the East <laughs> and actually let you guys say your predictions for both first round <laughs> matchups. Um, I'm going to pick the Islanders against Pittsburgh. I think it goes seven. I just think this is going to be a, a, something's going to be wild in this series. I don't know. I, I think Pittsburgh is salty still from that one time the Islanders swept them. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, that's connected to my... There's going to be beef. I don't yeah. know. I think, it, I think it goes seven. 
Yeah, I took a different approach for the same kind of reasoning because I feel like when you are feeling is that we keep saying like, oh, there's no logic to this. There's no reasoning to this. But I feel like that's kind of what you have to do. And you just have to be like, maybe it'll follow a pattern or maybe it'll call back to this weird thing that happened. So I also picked the Islanders, but I said that they would sweep in four games. <laughs> I don't know. And wild if they did it oh, again. You went- you now, for it. now th- this is my reasoning. This is my reasoning. Because they would do it again, like they did the first time. And then because what else? What else happened to the Islanders? I got swept by Carolina right after. You see where my bracket's going. Weren't you see like, where it's weren't going. They like, weren't they like the first team ever to sweep and then get swept? And then get swept. Yeah, so I'm manifesting. I don't think that both sweeps are going to happen, but I think it would be funny if um the penguins got swept by the islanders again and everyone would be like oh my god it happened again ha 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 so um <laughs> i don't know there, there's no there's no logical reasoning there are no numbers there's no calculations you simply say i think it would be funny if this happened and you tap it that's honestly valid it's your bracket <laughs> it's your it, this is our way of expressing ourselves yeah i like um, it ariel who did you pick I went, I mean, I think as a Flyers fan. I was just going to say, I, as a Flyers fan, I think I know I where think this is going. I think I'd be burned at the stake for, Pitts- for uh, taking Pittsburgh, but, so, I took the Islanders. Okay. And I have I have avoided telling you my games in every series because, again, it's a crapshoot. I'm so I mean, bad. it's a crapshoot. But I always pick five, si- five or six. Okay. Five or six is conservative. It's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I avoid that. I try to avoid the sweep just because I'm like, even though in my heart, like, yes, I would love for... The Islanders the sweep. Pittsburgh, again, it, it would be hilarious. And just yeah. my general, you know, hatred of Pittsburgh. Would right. love it so much. Right. But I went six just because I, half of these, I pick six. That's so really that's No rhyme, reason, or whatever that is. Um, so I, I feel like six is yeah. the usual amount that series go. I, mean, I like, agree. Like, five and four feel like too, ma- too little, and seven feels like a lot. Yeah. So- yeah, I think there was only one in the first round, because I think we only had to pick first round, that I went seven. Okay, yeah. so, then we have Washington and Boston, which starts mm-hmm. tomorrow. They're pretty, I mean, Boston hasn't didn't play that well in the regular season, but we all know, like, what they're capable of in the yeah. playoffs. And Washington is Washington. I'm going to go with Washington because I despise Boston. Sorry, Boston fans. Um, some of whom are my friends. I just, I don't want, Bo- I'm tired of Boston sports. I'm tired yeah. of them. I just am simply tired of them. So I'm going with Washington. Um, I'll go six because I, I don't want to pick two, seven. I don't want to pick a lot of se- game sevens. I feel like as a Rangers fan, I'm like mm. traumatized sevens but yeah. I just feel like and I feel like they happen to the Rangers a lot but in general in real life they don't actually they don't happen. happen in real life outside Madison um, Square Garden outside of my Rangers bubble so right. I'm going with Washington what about y'all so fair enough but alternatively in a in a Jen's chaos bracket um that's not what's happening in Jen's chaos bracket um I picked Boston because I feel like I always say they're going to be out in the first or second round. Pretty much the same logic as you. I'm always like, they didn't pull that well this season. They'll be out first or second round. And then they make it to the conference final or the cup final. And I'm like, thanks? Not really. So I went with Boston. Of course, because I picked them, they will get out in the first round. uh, Because that's how life works. But I went with Boston. I definitely think it'll be... 
I was gonna say bloodbath, but I don't like that word considering the um capitals um current recent um situation. So I'm not gonna say bloodbath, but I think it will be um I I think it'll be yeah, yeah. Um because the the this is a I feel like all the teams in the East you could call a rivalry. Like not well, even in this season, the, just every season. A lot of the East is the uh un- u- usual uh metropolitan division. Exactly. Yeah. So. so yeah, so I definitely think it'll be a battle. Um that said, I did say five games because I was like, haven't picked five in a while, so I picked it. Um and that's my logic, and I think it sets up a nice little second round of teams that I hate after two first round matchups of teams that I hate. Thank you for coming. <laughs> teams that I hate. There um, <laughs> so I went with Boston wow. just because I think that they are too good. Yeah. Um, literally, that that was I couldn't think of the right words, and I That's said them too good. Just because I think once they got Taylor Hall, they mm. got the scoring depth. Mm-hmm. That That's they were true. looking for that the the I'll call it the perfection line was scoring all of their goals <laughs> and I saw a stat earlier that showed that once Hall got there the scoring kind of did even out a yeah. little bit between their other and lines. He has he has a lot of playoff points, so I do see the point. I see your logic there. And yeah, so I I just think they got. See, I don't want to say got hot just because it's Boston. Like they're always good. Um, but I, I think they got the right player at the right time and are okay. gearing up for that usual, you know, team's going to make a run kind of, kind of play there. So I think, I think that was just the right move to push them at least past that round. Um, because I just think they have better scoring depth and I don't know. The only thing I guess I don't know is how their goaltending situation is going to check out in the yeah. in the postseason you would assume it it's rasp i don't that guy, that guy I don't swayman know. was killing it though but swayman you know really came in and did a good job i know vladar came in pretty well as well so i don't know which one's gonna end up being not left off because i you'll have three goaltenders there but I, i'm curious on who's gonna kind of be the odd man out I, i'm imagining swayman gets the the backup um but probably could steal some starts, I think, from yeah. Rass. Yeah. So I think if I, I think if Swayman continues to have the the season that he's had, that Boston could do it. But if he hits that wall in the playoffs and Rask isn't able to get it done either, then I could see Washington, but I'm gonna stick it to Boston. I again said six because I don't know how to choose games. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of us do. It's it's a guess. No. Um, I, those are all valid points about Boston though. And I, I think it'll be a, it is a, I feel like this series is a coin, coin flip Yeah, it, when you want to mm-hmm. pick it. Um, like you said, I mean, Swayman like had the number one goals against average at the end of the season. Cause I was looking at where Alex Nedeljkovic ranked for a Canes piece I was writing and it was always Swayman and then like one other person and then, and Ned. So that's fair. No. Um, so speaking of Ned, Him. we're going to like, circle around to the central division. So Carolina, Nashville, um, I would have gotten cocky and said a sweep. However, for Carolina, however, um, in the last two games of the season, the last game, the second to last game of the season, uh, 
Nashville gave Carolina a hard time. It it went to overtime, and it they bro- Nashville broke Carolina's uh, point streak. They hadn't they had gotten a point in every single game up until that point since April twelfth. Oh wow! So they were on like this hot streak, and they had almost their full roster. Brock McGinn and and Jordan Martinuk uh, are still hurt, but they're practicing. Um, and then in the last game of the season, they rested a whole lot of guys because they clinched the first spot in this in the division and. And a lot of guys were struggling with with injuries or just nagging things. And Nashville shut them out 5 nothing. So I would have said a sweep, but those two games make me realize that it's going to be a tough series. And there was, a, it, there was a lot of nastiness and like stuff after the whistles. And it's going to be it's going to be more intense than I think people think. However, I, I don't think it's going to go more than five. Just based on how Carolina's built and how Nashville's built. Uh, playoffs are a whole other animal from the yeah. regular season, and it and it looks like Carolina's going to get McGinn and Martinuk back, so that's just an extra layer to what they already have. Um, so I'm picking Carolina, and I'm going five. Valid. Um, I also picked uh, Carolina for similar reasons. I think they've had a great season. I mean, they've obviously had a great season, um, even though there hasn't been like a ton of attention on it, which strange. Um, but I. I really like the National Predators as a playoff team. I think because um, uh, the year that I really got invested in hockey outside of the Rangers, so I probably, let's take a little trip down memory lane. I probably got super invested in the Rangers like 2014, let's say, obvious reasons. Um, And I probably got into like the rest of the league around like 2016 um, because the Rangers sucked that year they were awful so I started watching other teams as well and I really got into the Predators in like 2016-2017 because of Philip Forsberg primarily I think he's so talented and so cool he was one of the very um, underrated player in the league if you I agree yeah I I remember I got like a couple jerseys like shirts from other teams like the playoffs that year and I got Philip Forsberg Tyler Sagan and Yarmir Yager, Florida Panthers. So that was my little a collection. Um, Holy Trinity. So all of that to say, I think the Predators are a super fun playoff team, and all my memories of watching them in the playoffs like go deep and have success are really fun. Like PK Subban, I love you, King. Uh, but besides the point, um, those were all memories for the current day. Um, I think Carolina's got their number, as you said. Um, I, I do think it'll go longer than you think. I said seven just cause I want to see more, uh, Predators games. Um, but I, I like their teams. I like both teams a lot and I think both teams are a lot of fun. Um, I think that just because a team is good doesn't mean that they're fun and Carolina is both. Um, and I would argue yeah, they are, <laughs> I, I would argue Nashville is also both not to the same extent of good. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be a fun series, um, and yeah, I'm excited to have people hopefully recognize Carolina, because they've had such a great season, and we we talk about it all the time, but it's like they're not really getting mainstream attention, so to speak. So, yeah. Carolina in seven, but also, I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> I feel like every time I come in, I have to live up to whatever, like, final word that... Jen says because it's always it's always like I don't know how to respond after that. Uh, next round, Ariel can go first. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's fine. Um, so I also went Carolina. 
Um, I went five games as well for no reason whatsoever because, again, I have no rhyme or reason for the games I pick. I'm just like, here, pick a game. Yeah. Um, but I have this habit, and this is why I don't normally make brackets because a lot of times I just pick with my heart instead of my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in this, I always have the problem of the one seed or the team that's really hot, or this, that, I'm like, oh, you're going to go all the way, you're going <laughs> to do that, because if you guys remember, God, and I can't even believe I'm going to admit this, the year where the Senators were, like, really good, mm. and they, oh, when they beat the Rangers, you mean? That- I went with my heart, and was like, cup final <laughs> Senators. I think I did the same thing. You that mean when Pat so Joe destroyed the Rangers? That was horrible. I like, I remember that so vividly. Like, it's etched oh. into my brain. I so remember I, the, We'll talk about it after Ariel, so... Yes. I, I just have that habit of, of the team that's really, really good at the end that goes on that hot streak, like, like the Senators did. I'm like, good, you're going to win. You're going to win it all. You're going to do all the good things, and I'm great for picking you. But that's a story for when we get to the end. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I just think... And this, I say this again, I think this is Carolina's time. I think they will take the underappreciated, under-talked-about, under-whatever-words-you-want-to-use to follow up that. I think they will use that as fuel. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, mm-hmm. this is the team that calls themselves a bunch of jerks for a reason. Uh-huh. So I, I think they will continue to not necessarily use that like phrasing again, but I think they will just use that fuel of not being talked about as much yeah. to kind of fuel them. But I just see them beating Nashville five games again because I have another no rivalry. another interesting thing that I think people will will take away from this series if they if they do watch the games is both. I mean, everyone knows what Nashville's like in the playoffs because Reese. I mean when they were yelling like, you suck, it's all your fault, it's all your fault at the goalies and everything. Like, everyone knows what's going to happen. Like, yeah. Smashville, smashing the car. I saw a picture that the car's already there. They pulled it up to the arena already to start smashing it. Not the car. Um, I actually really want to go there and try it. Uh, just take a freaking hammer to a car. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think PNC Arena is very underrated as a place to see a hockey game. and I And it can get loud in there and the governor of north carolina today announced that they're lifting all restrictions on capacity in the arena and the canes aren't going full capacity so everyone can like chill out and like put their pitchforks away (laughs) um and they're still mandating masks inside because that's an nhl rule however the attendance is going to go up to 10 to twelve thousand. um i'm a season ticket holder for the hurricanes full disclosure but for those who don't know, when they went on sale originally, the playoff tickets before these restrictions were lifted, I had my time to buy tickets was uh, la- this past Tuesday. They sold out the day before. I didn't even get to go to my on sale time. That's so crazy. Like they sold out before people at the end of Monday because like, they just released all the tickets at once. So they they sold out before like people who had later Monday times got were getting their tickets. And that was before the date was announced. That was before all, like, literally the only thing that Canes fans knew was you could buy tickets to the playoffs. <laughs> and so now they're releasing more. I got an email. I'm, I'm going to try to go to the first round. But having 10,000 people in there and having, like, 
some of the loudest fans in hockey there to like hype them up and they're already so hype and crazy like mm-hmm. it's gonna be it the series is just gonna be wild so yeah that's that's me waxing poetic about the hurricanes <laughs> so let's um go to the next matchup which i honestly think this is the most interesting and it's gonna be the best first round matchup florida versus tampa me too i'm so excited um it's an in-state quote-unquote rivalry i think the rivalry is pretty new because f- usually tampa would just stop all over florida right but Florida's been really good this year, like Mm -hmm. really good. And when picking this matchup, I really, I really just, I'm, I keep flipping back and forth. Like I still haven't really picked yet because I don't know who I want to see play the Canes more. (laughs) Cause the last time the Canes went, went and did the Florida road trip, uh, every game was like playoff level. Mm -hmm. It was so fascinating. However, I kind of, I'm going to go Florida in seven. And I say that because the games with the Canes and Florida have just been so insane and so fun to watch. And I want to see, I love Joel Quenville. I want to see Barkov succeed. Yeah. Kind of, I want to see if maybe they play Spencer Knight, maybe. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. I'm going to go with Florida. I think I I haven't picked many like upsets yet. Mm -hmm. And I think this could be like the upset, even though Florida is the higher seed. Tampa's obviously the Stanley Cup champion, for, like prete- pretending, defending Stanley Cup <laughs> champions. Um, so I don't know. I think this this is like the one like under underdog one that I'm gonna pick. Um, and yeah, and yeah, yeah, Florida and seven. Yes, um, I picked the same thing, Florida and seven. Um, and I used to I used to joke with my dad like a couple years ago that I wish the Stanley cup final could be Florida versus Tampa. Cause I thought, I thought it would be so funny if two teams from the same state could be in the Stanley cup final. You can all laugh now. Cause I'm funny anyway. Um, <laughs> once again, this is Jen's chaos bracket. Uh, nothing makes sense here. So I, I picked Florida in seven, uh, pretty much same reasoning. You know, we call it a rivalry, but like you said, it was pretty one-sided for a long time. It was kind of like, for those of us familiar with New York sports, the whole like big brother, little brother argument, like it was always like, yeah, the lightning is just going to win and that's going to be it. Much like, yeah, the Yankees are just going to beat the Mets, right? Um, as it as it happens. But I do think that with the success that the Panthers have had this season, like you said, they've been insanely good and we've talked about them before. Um, I do think that it's going to be like well fought on both sides because like you said, they're the uh, reigning Stanley Cup champions. I don't know why we can't think of that word, um, but they're the current Stanley Cup champions. So obviously um, there's going to be a lot of hype around this series. And I, I picked Florida just because I think it would be fun and cool and nice for them to win. And, and that's like it. Um, but yeah. I, and I think it'll definitely be an interesting story for, so was it two seasons ago that the Lightning got absolutely obliterated and it yeah, was awful? Swept. Yeah. We, we know, we, we, we know you want to hear the words, but we don't have them. <laughs> we, it was, was it like, we know you have questions. We do not have answers. Like, so <laughs> we're just I, as confused as you. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> so I, I just kind of think it would be funny if they went from getting destroyed to winning the cup 
to getting destroyed again. I think it would be fun and fresh and funny. And yeah, I, I always say that as someone who's a writer, I always look at sports like it's just a little game. It's just a little movie. Like this isn't real to me. They're just little characters playing their little parts. And I think it would be a fun story um, for the little brother team to beat the Stanley Cup champions. Thank you. <laughs> I, I feel like you set up my my pick so nicely without you guys even realizing perfect by mentioning the whole tampa bay tweet because i picked florida um in six because i just think it would be funny to have that i mean i know they won't do it again but it just reminds maybe me maybe they of, will like, do it again yeah it just reminds me of the note and the note. i just think the it note. would be funny yeah, I mean, to have that happen again, but I think I also think Florida, like Carolina, is kind of one of those underrated teams that mm-hmm. people don't necessarily pay attention to. Like your guys, like Barkov, who I think doesn't get a lot of a lot of hype, Huberdo, all kind of those guys mm-hmm. that I don't think necessarily get the talk about them that I think they should. So does now, Keith Yandel? I feel like Keith Yandel was so talked about, and now like. And he's like has this Iron Man streak still, and yeah. everyone forgot. Everyone forgot about him. <laughs> everyone forgot that Florida almost ruined that for him, and then, you know, but that's yeah, it. Well. also another story. Um, I think what will really be a factor here is goaltending for Florida. Mm-hmm. Is which um Bobrovsky are we gonna get? Yep. Um, and are they gonna be forced to bring Spencer Knight in and be like, all right, kid? What do you got? You know, here you go. Let's go go up against one of the highest scoring offenses in the league. I'm sure. I don't know the actual numbers. Let's, you know, put you against a team that's getting Kucherov back, Stamkos back. You know, go ahead. Do your thing. Just throw them to the wolves. Um, <laughs> so I think it really will depend on how Bobrovsky does. Because you, when you have a guy like Vasilevsky, I mean, that's all I need to say. But I, I think, I think it's Florida's time. I think after so much time of not being just a good team, I guess I'll put it. I think this is their moment to kind of prove to people, like, hey, we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're ready. Yeah, so I agree. Florida six. I'm going with that. Um, yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning social media manager, if you're listening, um, please retweet the note when you lose. Um, I think it'd be really no, funny. No, she said when you lose, not if, when. If you happen <laughs> to lose. Um, I think don't even, don't even like screenshot and post it again. Just retweet your own tweet. I think that would be hilarious. So funny. Like just, just bringing this back. This feels appropriate <laughs> to bring back. TBT, throwback Thursday. Um, I oh was going to, if they lose on a Thursday, just TBT. TBT. I was going to say something about Keith and Oh, I have a Keith Yandel signed puck that I got for Christmas a couple years ago that my friend Kate got for me because we did like a little a little NHL.com like clearance section thing. And I think I got her like a Ryan McDonough Ranger shirt, which is like funny because she's an Islander fan. Everyone laugh now. Um, and <laughs> Keith Yandel was not even on the Rangers at that point, but she got me a Yandel Ranger signed puck. And I mean, I we have do it. love Keith Yandel still, though. I loved him so my, I mean, still do, but like, like when I opened that from her, like I un- I unwrapped the little like wrapping, and like my eyes filled up with tears. I was like, Keith, 
Yeah, I think I think the Panthers, even though people kept saying like what a pleasant surprise they've been this year, for some reason people still don't realize like truly how many good players they have. And obviously Coach Q is just deploying them the right way. <sighs> Alrighty. So now we have one last division, the West. Yay. Um the first so this these matchups changed as of last night. <laughs> Yum. Yum. Um Colorado came in and uh, they are President's Trophy champions. They are the best team in the league. Everyone thought it would be Vegas, but LOL JK, it's not. Just kidding. Um, So Colorado will be facing St. Louis. And I already was going to pick Colorado. um, But then I saw the, the analytics, the numbers, the everything about it. And, uh, it's apparently the most lopsided matchup in the entire playoffs. Oh. So that being said, uh, I am picking Colorado. I'm picking them to win in five. I also just genuinely love Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of them getting, like, running into these teams that are, like, coming out of nowhere in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Because they got swept by Calgary that one time. I think that was the same year that Tampa got swept. And I remember like, that. Both one seeds were gone. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they ran into Dallas last year. So I'm hoping that this is the year that that all changes for them. Um, uh, A player from Quinnipiac who I went to college with, Devon Taves, shout out, is now a member of the Colorado Avalanche. I love Gabe Landeskog. Yeah. Uh, I just think, I think now's their time. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. But I just have a feeling they're going to at least make it out of the first round and beat St. Louis in five games and that is my spiel i know ariel begs to differ (laughs) she's sitting here in her blues hat um but i will let you guys have the floor yeah so i also picked the avalanche in five um i was between five and six games but i was like i haven't picked five in a while maybe i have i don't know um but for similar reasons you know obviously they're numerically the best team in the league um yay president's trophy yay that's not a curse um hope not anyway um yeah pretty much same thoughts as you they were always kind of like um you know where you have like your your harmless teams where it's kind of like i can cheer for you like you you never did anything to me that's kind of how how i feel about colorado like they're just a fun team um their social media presence is so much fun on twitter like replying Mm -hmm. to people i think that's awesome um and also our, our queen madison packer is an honorary member of the colorado avalanche anyway. <laughs> madison packer will be slotting in um <laughs> in the in the 2021 playoffs but like you said i feel like gabriel landeskog he's just like a general good guy like everybody loves him um and yeah um i i don't by any means think the blues are not good i just think the avalanche will beat them and It'll be fun and they'll wear their jerseys that are so nice and I'll say, wow, I love their jerseys and it'll just be a fun time. And yeah, I, I don't have a punchline. I just think the Avalanche are going to win. <laughs> and Ariel... I, like, people could just see my face. Um, see Ariel's just like, yeah, I know, but I love St. Louis. Yes, this <laughs> is literally the one like my heart picked this one. Because, like, I just want it to happen. Like, I, I, I was telling uh, Sam before we got on, I wanted Vegas in the first round because I thought the Blues stood a better chance against Vegas. Because, just, I don't really know why. 
I, I just guess I thought that they handled them better, even though I don't think the records were... Because they showed the records during the game last night, and I don't remember what they were, and I didn't look them up like I probably should have. But I just thought they'd have a better chance against Vegas, just because they... Just because Nathan McKinnon... Mm-hmm. Just, like, he was just my number one reason was really because of him more so than anybody on Vegas. But because I pick with my heart and because I do not care about any logic, I pick St. Louis in seven because I don't know. I think they could push it to the brink. Do I think um, they actually will? Probably not. But <laughs> they, I know the records aren't great against either team. They went three and five against the Avalanche and two and four against Vegas. Yeah, so they weren't really that. I, for some reason, just think they can handle Vegas a little bit better than they could Colorado. So while I think they probably will not make it out of the first round, I'm going to pick them to make it out of the first round. You have every right to. Yeah. Because I pick with my heart and not my... That was, I think, the only matchup I really was like, I don't care what the statistics say. I don't care what the analytics say. I don't care. Everyone has the one. What everyone says. If, if If the roles were reversed for Carolina and Nashville, I would be right with you. Yeah. But I to to maybe bring some actual logic into it. I, I guess if I'm gonna not just pick with my heart here, I think this is again another postseason where Biddington can steal some games. I know he 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 kind of struggled a little bit and maybe came back down to earth somewhat. And I don't really think I don't know where I was trying to go with that sentence. I kind of lost <laughs> it when okay. I started it. But I I think it's another one where he's going to have to be on his A game because you have an offense like Colorado who can beat you from almost anyone, not even just McKinnon, not even just. It's crazy how deep Colorado's lineup is because they have Nas on Kadri and they have Andre Burakovsky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they're, I think, yeah. yeah. Like you said, it's a lot more than just McKinnon and Ransom. Yeah, I think they can really use their depth to beat you, but I think if the Blues can get more scoring from their depth, because they have the pieces. They have the depth guys that can score. They moved uh, Ivan Barbashev up to the top line with Perron and and O'Reilly, and they were getting production from him. And they kind of brought him up there to be that guy that will go to those areas. You know, we say those cliches, those dirty areas in front of the net, all, all that kind of thing. They kind of found out what works there. Um, they will have Clem Costin now in the lineup, who I think can bring more of that physical edge yeah. to his game. And, you know, how cool would it be? He won the KHL championship. Maybe he can win the Stanley Cup. Haha, probably not. But, <laughs> you know, I, I think adding in that aspect, kind of strengthens their lineup a little bit and also like hi there's no surprise I love Braden Shannon and I would like for him to win at all costs even though he has trouble scoring oh this year. if but- if for some reason the Sabres were in a trash fire and Jeff Skinner made the playoffs I would without any doubt have whatever team he's on even if it wasn't the Sabres winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> But so I, I mean, it, it it is really my heart picking that one. That Colorado will probably Colorado will understand. probably win, and I don't truly, truly think it will be seven games. I think if the Blues are going to rip my heart out, please don't take it to seven because <laughs> I couldn't. That that's I know they won the Stanley Cup that year, but that season killed me with the double overtimes, game sevens. Like I can't go through that again. So if welcome the to Blues being are a Rangers rip, fan, every. <laughs> If Every the Blues year. are going to rip my heart out, please don't take seven games. But also, like, please take seven games. 
Thank Patrick Lundquist right. won like six game that's sevens all. or something. So that's our life. So welcome. Yeah. Um, so then we have the last matchup, Vegas, Minnesota. And this is my other um, underdog. I really want to see Minnesota win. I really okay. do. I I love their story this year. And I love that they're finally good. Because the state of hockey should have a good hockey team. <laughs> and Matt Zuccarello deserves to thrive. Cam Talbot deserves to thrive. Kirill Kaprizov deserves to fr- thrive. <laughs> Everyone on that team deserves to, f- to freaking thrive. Matt Dumba is a wonderful human. So that being said. That being said. I wanted one other like underdog winner. Yeah. And I think I would love to see. I'm actually going to look up their head to head while you guys talk. But I picked Minnesota in seven. That's valid. Um, I did not do that um i picked sure vegas. Neither of you did. I, I did just... not do that i didn't i picked vegas um they just still have i keep calling them a new team we're about to have another new team in the league and they're not going to be new so i need to stop doing that i mean they also got added into the league like the summer before my freshman year of high school and now i'm going to graduate so let's have some concept of time jen let's try it anyway um they they are still um fairly new and i guess that's what like excites me about them i think back to um I think back to, like, their first season when they went on that run. Everyone was like, holy wow, that's so crazy. Um, and there's just something – this is going to sound so, like, cheesy, but I, I just think there's something magical about that team. They're really fun to watch. Obviously, they were amazing this year. They're the two seed. Um, and while I do – I don't know. I had it go to six games. I do think that it'll be – I don't know if evenly matched is the word I want to use, but, like, well thought. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be, like, a blowout. But I do see Vegas taking it. And I, I do also, um, like all those players that you mentioned, Matt Zuccarello, I'm so glad you got out um, before the trash fire um, continued to burn. I would say before the trash fire began, but um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I think for that one, I'd kind of be happy with either team. But I went with Vegas just based on on vibes. I pick purely on vibes and I got a vibe. No bracket, just vibes. See, uh, yeah. see, again, again, I never know how to follow up because uh, that was truly, truly a beautiful ending. Um, I also picked Vegas. Um, like my other picks, I truly, truly have no valid reason. <laughs> just, I, I don't even. I, I keep talking about goaltending, but Marc Andre Fleury just continues to like do it, just over and over again, and, and, and Leonard. Leonard as well, yeah, because um, they took home the Jennings, um, so I can see, again, goaltending being a factor for them in this one, um, but I-, I think this is what I might flip-flop on. I might end up changing it before the brackets go final, because I can also see Minnesota. I can see Kaprizov mm. just absolutely setting the playoffs on fire and yeah. really taking Minnesota that kid is good. Yeah. So I, I may end up changing this pick. So this one maybe isn't set in stone just yet. But I, so so far I went Vegas in five. But I may end up changing it to Minnesota. But so that would and I would have to change so much in my bracket to do that. So something interesting to know because I wanted to look it up. Minnesota's record against Vegas this year was five one and two. Oh, okay. and. The goal they had an average of three goals for, but also three goals against. So, okay. no matter what, I think this series is going to be 
really fun. And I think it's interesting, uh, Ariel, where you said, I, I, I wish that the Blues had Vegas. I, I, I think Minnesota's pretty happy they have Vegas because they, they went 3-5-0 and oh against yeah. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly they fared better against Vegas for whatever reason um, in the regular season. Obviously, that kind of is only like a footnote because that could always that just pretty much gets thrown out the window in the playoffs. But, um, but yeah, I think I think that'll be a really good series in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think whoever makes it makes it out of there will be a challenge for Colorado. Okay. Um, but yeah, so now we have the first round complete. We're going to cycle back to Canada, make our way back around to the next, to the second round. So I have, so we'll just recap. I have Toronto versus Edmonton in the second round. uh, And you both have Montreal Edmonton. Yes. Uh Right? Okay. Yeah. So I have the battle of Matthews McDavid. (laughs) And I know I said I want McDavid to thrive, but I also Not anymore. I know. (laughs) I also have- Just kidding, JJ, no more. There's something about the vibes of, I mean, Jenny, we're saying vibes. Like, there's yeah. just something about the vibe of this Toronto team that feels slightly different from the last few years. Okay. I mean, they ha- are have a full year of Sheldon Keefe. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Jack Campbell is probably the goaltender of theirs that I've had the most confidence in. Like, no offense to Freddie, but no, I Jack, agree. Jack Campbell has just really proven to be a solid presence. This is the most confident I've felt in the Leafs' defense. I just feel the most confident in this Leafs roster that since I've really, like, started, like, fully, like, diving into them and paying attention to them, this is the most confident I've felt in their roster. And I think, overall, it's just better than Edmonton's. <laughs> Even though, like... Obviously, you have McDavid and Dreisaitl there. You never know. But I just think Toronto, if they make it out of the first round, it's a good sign and they could really go far. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Toronto and you don't have to pick games anymore. Yeah, I, I'm like the almost... The best part of it all. You're right. The best part of it all. I'm like almost wishing that I thought um, Toronto could win the first round because I think Toronto-Edmonton is a more fun matchup and more fun story um i never really had any interest in the hubs so i think they're um kind of boring anyway um, I'm, I'm mostly just here for josh anderson i will say yeah valid um so i did pick the oilers um don't know why we literally just said um their roster is like two players but maybe those two players will simply carry them um yeah i mean darnell <laughs> nurse nugent hopkins there's other players on that team mike smith there's the, the ageless wonder um that reminds me of a couple of years ago well i guess it was Connor mcdavid's rookie year so more than a couple of years ago um this rapper i don't know his name put out like a song called Connor mcdavid it's on soundcloud oh, i don't mean know. like the austin matthews song yeah except way less popular um i i don't know if it's on spotify it's definitely on soundcloud and sometimes i think about that song when i can't remember um players on the oilers because he's like top shelf i got help shouts to ryan nugent hopkins we've been playing with the youth nothing you can do to stop them i love that (laughs) that That sounds much god i need to start going before jen i don't know why (laughs) 
I don't know why that song's less popular than the Austin Matthews song. There's not much substance to the Austin Matthews yeah. song other than Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Hit him with the four like Austin Matthews. Yeah, the, the Connor <laughs> David song by Cadence Weapon. Is this the one that I'm thinking Wow, of? Cadence Weapon? What a name. Yeah, is th- can I get lyrics? Okay, yeah, lyrics. It came out on May 28th, not to completely sidetrack. Well, Ariel, I'm so sorry, but it was came out March 28th, 2017. The courses, I be skating on your whole team, Connor McDavid, young player, but I'm in the league, Connor McDavid, um, which plays in my head rent-free. Um, there there are lots of um wonderful one-liners, but the I love that. That's way yeah. better than the Austin Matthews song. The one I always think of is Top Shelf, I got help. Shouts to Ryan Nugent Hopkins. We be building with the youth. Nothing you can do to stop us. Um And that was four years ago and we're still doing the same thing. And then he says, you know, I had to do it first at the club, girls call me Darnell Nurse. Oh no, don't try and diss Alberta Legend. Like Ryan Smith. I love this. I love this. This is beautiful. Yeah, so um, go, go stream Connor McDavid by Kanan. So there's also a part where he says, like, Everly beside me, Maroon on the other side, which is kind of sad, uh, looking back. Yikes. <laughs> One of these players has a Stanley Cup, and it's not who you think it is. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Ariel, um, did okay. you also pick Edmonton? Oh my god, I don't even know what to think after that. <laughs> um, yes. Now just she's like, yes. maybe I'm not just, picking Edmonton after just that. Yes. Just yes. I don't, I don't, I feel like I can't say anything <laughs> yes. else after that, but um, just because, like, I already think I went so far as to to have Montreal win the first round that I'm like, not gonna, they're not gonna win a second round. If no. they beat Toronto and Edmonton, like, give them the Stanley Cup. Like, right. to Listen, go Carrie Price, Price is the best goalie in the world, says people in 2021. To go, if you can go through two powerhouses like that, like, God, the cup is yours. Like, I don't I don't know what's going to stop you at that point if you can go through both the Carolina and McDavid. Okay, that's what I, if you can go through Matthews and McDavid, like, Godspeed to whatever is a challenge to you at that point. <laughs> yeah, right. So I, I, do, I do think it, if, if I'm going to pick Montreal in the first round, I just – I can't see them getting past Edmonton. I just see Connor McDavid walking all over Carey Price. If Connor McDavid makes it past the first round, just like he'll become a monster, I think. Yeah. Like, again, Godspeed to whoever it's like, faces the It's like when, like a when a baby vampire drinks blood for the first time and realizes what it tastes like and just and like can't stop. That's gonna be or like a shark when they smell blood in the water. That's gonna be Connor McDavid. I love that. That's going to be Connor McDavid. If he makes it past the first round, he's going to be like, yes! He's like a Pokemon. <laughs> he, like, evolves. Like, he is no longer Squirtle Connor McDavid. Like. <laughs> I truly think. He's not, he's not Char. He's not a Char. Uh, what the fuck? It's Char- he's not Charmander anymore. He's Charizard. Yes, precisely. He levels up. He becomes uh, level two Connor McDavid. I don't. His think- final form. <laughs> I, I truly think. At this point, there's nothing else I can say the rest of this episode that will ever be anything that's been said. <laughs> we're we're just going to talk anymore. We're I just going to anymore that anyone will listen to when we're just so hype about the playoffs. We're just on another level, guys. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Edmonton. Edmonton. We don't have to pick games, so Edmonton. Thank God we don't have to pick games. Okay, so yeah. 
Islanders, Washington. This is where I start to get delusional. Yeah. So yep. I'm pick I'm picking the Islanders just because after the Tom Wilson incident, I'm still kind of butthurt. Yeah. I also uh would love to see Trotz get some revenge on the Capitals because I think they did him so dirty and he he's gotten revenge in the regular season, but he hasn't gotten revenge in the, in the playoffs. playoffs yet. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I I I'm just gonna and also I want my aforementioned hurricane situation to happen. I think either way, because Carolina and Washington do not like each other, period. No. And but and these are two teams that the Hurricanes have beaten in the playoffs before. This is one that I'm like you said, Ariel, I might change mm. right before you know what? <laughs> Y'all, I don't know. I'm flipping I'm flip flopping. Okay. Valid. I, you know what? No, I'm going to pick Washington. I, I think, I think it'll go, I think it'll go a bunch of games, but I really can't in all good consciousness. It's just foolish. I shouldn't pick the Islanders. I'm going to pick Washington. I'm going to pick Washington. Yeah. I think you're valid for that one. Um, if I had the caps at this point, I don't know what I would be doing with them because I'm still mad at them. Um, but I don't. So cheers to that. You guys have, so I had Islanders, Washington, you guys had Islanders, Boston. Yes. So, um, I picked Boston, um, mainly because I think that at this point, um, the Islanders playoff inexperience is going to kind of show and Boston, it's going to be like, okay, yeah, like we've gone this deep and we've gone deep. My phone just fell on the floor. Cute. Um, we've gone this deep and we've gone deeper before. That's what she said. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but my point is I think that, um, the Islanders just don't really have like that playoff tenure, I guess. And Boston very obviously does. I would, um, as much as it may pain me to say, I would like to see the Islanders go further. I think it would be cool. Um, I just don't think yet. Um, I think they'll, they'll, they'll make it out of the first round. Fine. That curse has been dead for a couple of years now. That's fine. Um, and then, yeah. So I, I think Boston, not really happy with either team, but yeah. Okay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Ariel, do you also have Boston? Okay, that was a great okay, I felt like that was better for me to follow up now. <laughs> um, yes, I also have Boston. Um again, it, it's very similar reasoning to why I picked Boston in the first round. I also just think they have they gave us a better talent because a guy like Barzell and uh whoever else they have. Honestly, I can't think of anybody else. Bolivier, uh, other guys. True, truly, I cannot truly really think of anybody else on the Islanders that exists. That's okay. Um, Wait, who'd you say? Barzell and Bavillier? Yeah. Yeah. They also have Jordan Eberle. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't figure anybody else. And, well, I could think of friends. other names, but I couldn't think of any actual names that like I thought would make it. I mean, Matt Ooh. Martin exists. Oops, Oops sorry. Did I say they, that? Matt, Mar- Matt Martin exists. He'll hit people. Anders Lee <laughs> I think he'll it hit too. People. Isn't Anders Lee hurt though? Isn't he off for yes. the rest of the year? Yeah, yes. but like as like hype. Sorry, I didn't clarify. Um, he's, like, he's, well, the, he, he's the leadership guy because he's the yeah. captain. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, I I kind of hate when not to hijack you, Ariel. I kind of hate when no, people are good. like, "Oh, he'll hype them up into walker room because you don't know." Like he could literally hate all of them, but I do think that. <laughs> 
You don't you know. Literally hate all of them. I'm not there, so I don't know. But I do think if you put their recent success in the context of like they've gotten not that Tavares wasn't capable, but that they've gotten like a capable captain. Like, do you guys know what I'm trying to say? Like they yes. got a captain that kind of like assimilated. I think like if you think of their recent success in that context, like it makes more sense. So like even with him not playing, like I I feel bad for Tavares because I think him leaving yeah. him leaving coincided with them getting trots and 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 that's probably the best coach that Tavares would have had in New York. Mm-hmm. And then that all coincided with the Islanders finding major success while the Leafs had their own issues to solve. Yeah. And Island and Islanders fans boiled that all down to it's because Tavares is gone. Mm-hmm. That piece of shit is gone. Yeah. Excuse my language, but that's snake. Pajama, Pajama Boy's gone. We have trots. We're better than you. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. there were so many other factors that went into that. And um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really have anything else, so truly, you didn't. We're yeah. good. She didn't right. cut me off there. It was just like my. It's my same reasoning that I picked in the first round for Boston. So cool. I'm yeah. just sticking with it. Alrighty. Yeah. So then we have all of us had the same Central Division. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Matchup. Carolina. I think we probably Florida. all have the same response. Did we all pick Carolina? Yes, yes. ma'am. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I have already waxed poetic about them, but I'll wax poetic about them a little more just to make everybody confident in them and to get on the bandwagon. So they had a winning record against Florida. I mean, they won the division. They had a winning record, I think, against everybody. So Um, true. But the goaltending, we've talked about goaltending a lot and goaltending really matters in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I think... Yes, if Florida, if all that we think happens is going to happen and that Florida gets the Bobrovsky that they paid for and that helps propel them past Tampa, cool. But that's it, period. Spencer Knight is a child. I think one one day he will be able to reach Mm -hmm. the level of some of the other goalies that we've talked about, but he's still very young. Uh, I think the same would go for like Jake Ottinger backing up Kudobin. Mm-hmm. Um, Carolina has three very good goaltenders that can get them through the playoffs. And like, I kind of sound hypocritical saying that because Ned's never played in the playoffs, but he's just been on another planet all regular season. Yeah. That, and he's gotten the starts. Spencer has only had like one or two starts. Um, Ned's been, you know, on this stretch run with the Hurricanes and stepped up when Peter Morazic was hurt. Now Mrazek is back, and they still have Reimer. And like I said before, they're getting Brock McGinn back. They're getting Jordan Martinuk back. Uh, At this this point, like, point in the playoffs, like, they're already going to be... And and then that's not to mention, like, kids like Steven Lorenz and Morgan Geeky and Max McCormick, who all, like, stepped up in in this time of, like, injuries that they had at Mm -hmm. the end of the year. So those are all the depth guys, right? Like if yeah. someone gets hurt or something happens. Um, and I don't know. I just, I believe, I have so much faith in them at this point. And they have that. No, play, I do like, too. They have the playoff experience now because they've been on deep runs a couple times already with Rod Brindamore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida, this is their first go round with Quenville. And yes, Quenville's a proven winner, but the rest of the roster I agree. hasn't. Hasn't had the playoff experience, so I think ultimately, if if it is Carolina, Florida, I mean, even if it was Carolina, Tampa, I'd have confidence in Carolina, but especially against Florida at mm. the round two stage in the game, and 
Florida is going to have a much harder series against Tampa than Carolina is against Nashville, in my opinion. So then you already have them going in a little. Yeah, I was going to mention that. A little more worn out. So this is my spiel. That's my soapbox. Yeah. Uh, Carolina is going to come out of that division. Yeah, I agree for pretty much the same reasoning. I don't have much to add, except that I did have both of those series going to seven. Um, partly because I like the narrative of, oh my god, both their series went to seven. They're probably so tired. And then they have like high scoring games anyway. And it's like, haha, they're hockey players, they're robots, uh, they don't get tired. Um <laughs> but yeah, for pretty much same reasoning as you. Um I think that this is where experience is going to come into play in the sense that not that Carolina has a ton more playoff experience, but they have more than the Panthers at this stage in the game. Um, And yeah, I I have the Hurricanes going far, as I'm sure both of you guys do too. So not not much else for me to add. Yeah, I I have nothing, honestly. Sorry, guys, I kind of monopolized that. (laughs) No, no, you're fine because that's literally any anything you said. It's one of those, like, anything... I Technically, this is backwards. Anything I can say, you can say better. No. That's, that's literally <laughs> yeah, what it is. I just... I, I've known this... I've been through so much with this team. Like, I was there through, through the bad times. Um, the dark ages. Honestly, it was so dark. It was so sad. Um, so, yeah, I just know this roster so well, and, and I'm glad that they're finally, like, reaching this point, and mm. that, you know, like you said, like, I, I mean, I even wrote about it, on PuckerUpSports.com, that um, that this team needs to finally get the national recognition. I mean, Rod Brindamore is, I would say, other than Quenville, the best coach in the NHL right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been robbed of the Jack Adams. He'll probably get Rod of, robbed of it for the third. Rod will get robbed of it for the uh, third year in a row, uh, just because I think Quenville's might end up getting it for yeah. what he what he was able to do with the Panthers, because people didn't expect the Panthers to do this well. I think even though it's not talked about as much, people expected Carolina to be in the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I I think since it's unanimous, so let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I have, for the West Division, Colorado-Minnesota. Jen has Colorado-Vegas, right? Yes. And and Ariel has St. Louis Vegas. Right. So this will be okay. fun. So I have Colorado coming out of it. I think experience will weigh out against Minnesota. Um I like I said earlier, I think it's their year. Um and yeah, I I just I yeah. Colorado. Yeah, I have Colorado uh beating Vegas for similar reasons, just that um, I, I think I was going to say the same thing. I just kind of think it's their year. I just kind of think it's their time. Um, and it's not Vegas's. Sorry, uh, guys. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of thought behind this one. No brackets, just vibes. And yeah, thank you. <laughs> Hi, it's me, resident Blues fan, who <laughs> by no surprise picked the Blues over Vegas. Um... But that's also because, like I said in the first round, I would have rather the Blues faced Vegas in the first round because I thought they had a better shot. So if, and I'll be honest, if by some miracle I get it right in the first round and the Blues do beat Colorado, I think that makes Vegas then easier. I know the second round normally is not your easier (laughs) matchups. That's when it's supposed to get harder. But truly, I think if the Blues can beat Colorado, they can beat Vegas. Just because I think Colorado is a harder team. 
Yeah. Obviously, yeah. they're the best in the West. Whatever the division, the whatever the league the is, whatever the, the league best. is at this point, division, conference, whatever we're going with. I, I also, think, yeah, I agree with what you're saying because it's the momentum thing, right? Yeah. That that too, I, I think, and especially if God for some reason they kill me and that series goes seven games, and you manage to win the seventh game, you do, obviously that gives you momentum going into the second round, but again. If you can beat a team like Colorado, who not only has the stars, but has the depth to beat you with too, mm-hmm. then I, I think you're ready for a team like Vegas, who, I mean, they have some depth too, right? I don't, they're another team that, again, I don't remember many players yeah. on the team other than what Stone, Marcuso, Carlson, and some other dudes. Um, right, right. But yeah, I, I, I think, because again, I pick with my heart instead of my head. <laughs> um, and this is the last time I, I will be honest. This is the last time I went with my heart on this one. That if, if you're going to get past Colorado, you're going to get past Vegas, and that's it. That's the end of the story. I hope they don't hurt me. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, so now you'll get the thing where it says pick your Stanley Cup champion. Does everyone? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because so, I, yeah, I, I have that. It, so I forgot it recedes. Ariel and I literally had this conversation, and then when it popped up, I was like, oh. Crap, it receded. So for me... Ah, yeah. So for me, the semis, for me, were Carolina versus Toronto, which pain, and Colorado (laughs) and Colorado-Washington were my two semifinals. Yeah. What were your semifinals? That was so scary. I thought the bracket was just going to continue, and then it made me do things. Yeah, it re it re it recedes. I didn't like it personally. Sorry. So, um, what is everyone's semifinals? Do you want me to um, go, Jen, while you figure out how to work? Yeah, it? I'm having yeah. a little bit of a crisis personally. Okay, okay. <laughs> so Ariel can go first, and then so, if, you, if you even need us to go into our choices before you do yours, then it's fine. Yeah. So my <laughs> my bracket. Apparently, I am so unusual and picked such an unusual matchup. That I had to pick the seeding for my one matchup. Oh, right, yeah, because there's still games left to be played for yours, right. Yeah, um, that's why I was confused, because it was like, pick the teams that you think will fill this position. Okay, uh, so you, you had to Because same... you guys have Edmonton. Okay, so this is the problem. So Ariel and I talked about this. Uh, Ariel picked Edmonton, and they're still playing games, and tonight, if they win, they hop Boston in the league standings. So they play tonight or they that, play tomorrow? I forget. Yeah, something like that. And so they would hop Boston in the league standings. And since you have, yeah. you guys both have Edmonton, Edmonton and Boston, Boston, you would have to pick who would who's going to hop over who in the league standings. So you would have to say basically say like I think Edmonton's going to win their next game. So that means they would hop Boston in the league standings, which means they would be in the reseed. They would go higher than Boston. And, yeah. But I think if this I think it should automatically fix it for us yeah i, I, I think, think it'll fix it for you guys afterwards i don't know if i get i don't know because <laughs> but it obviously would depend because they Boston close on saturday i want to yeah so i mean i don't think it's that huge of a deal because it just determines who has more home games mm-hmm. yeah I, but it's until the first playoff game on saturday so i so by then obviously edmonton's game would be over I thought oh, yeah, were the Saturday games at three thirty. Okay. Yes. So I so I would imagine it would fix it for us. Mm-hmm. Um because yeah. by then the seating would be determined. So going on that one, it's basically whichever team between Boston and Edmonton is gonna have the two seed and the three seed. I had no idea what that meant when I picked it, so I was just like, okay. And I just picked teams. 
Yeah. So regardless, I have Boston, Edmonton, and um, Carolina, St. Louis, okay, as my semifinal teams. I didn't okay. know if we went into picking yet. Um. Yeah, Jen's still figuring hers out. No, so. I, I, I think I got it. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> it, it just you had, had to do the same thing I did, which was pick which I I did Boston it. and okay, cool. whatever. Yeah, I just Edmonton put, and whoever would get. I just put Boston against Carolina and Edmonton against Colorado for fun. Okay. <laughs> that that's that is fair. What I did. That's fair. All right, so we'll jump into picks. Do we uh, want to go like all the way to the final? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go all the way to the final now. Just okay, six. It's, it's just yeah. it's just a couple. It's a couple choices. Yeah. And then, uh, so for me, with the total number of goals thing, my conservative number is 35 because that's seven games with five goals per game. I said 33. So that, okay, you so went you went through. similar to me. I just went slightly under at 27 just because I had no idea. Yeah, I yeah. did cuz cuz then that like leaves room in case like if it doesn't go seven games but then one game's like super high scoring or whatever. Yeah. That way it just it balances mm-hmm. it out. I just that was my that's my conservative cuz then that's like if every yeah. game was 3-2 for seven games. Mm-hmm. Cuz then there's going to be a game that's like 4-1 or whatever. So I, I always pick in the 30s for the goals, so smart. Yeah. <laughs> so, I picked Carolina beating Toronto. Um I don't know. I I think this is a goaltending thing and a defense thing. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, they're I think they're very well matched against each other. Um, in in that in this hypothetical scenario, um, the Leafs have I guess more like the star power up front, but Carolina has one of the best defense cores in the league, if not the best defense core in the league. Yeah. And they have deeper goaltending. So if you're going to go on a long run like this, I think those two things are extremely important. Because Carolina can also score goals with their scoring depth. Because even though they don't have an Austin Matthews or a Mitch Marner, they have Sebastian Ajo, they have they have Andrei Svechnikov, they have scoring defensemen. They have it's just they're just extremely deep. So that all being said, I pick Carolina to beat Toronto. Uh, I pick Colorado to beat Washington. Um, I just think they're better than Washington at this point. <laughs> I just think um, they're better. And this might have been like a more of like a my heart situation. Uh, but I just, I also just like the idea of East West Cup final. Yeah. Um, all signs to me just point that this could actually really be a Stanley, the Stanley Cup final. Uh, I have Colorado, Carolina. Uh, obviously, Colorado being the President's Trophy winner, they would be the one seed. Carolina, the two seed. Um. Yeah, this is just chaos reigns. Their social media accounts are besties online. <laughs> it it would just be. One of the most fascinating Stanley Cups, I think, in a while to watch on the mm-hmm. ice and off the ice. Um, and it would be a, a darn good time. Yes. And then I'm and then I'm I gotta do it. I think the Carolina Hurricanes are gonna win the Stanley Cup. Although the last time that Colorado won the president's trophy, they won the Stanley Cup. So it'll be a long, hard fought Stanley Cup final. I don't think it'll be easy for either team, but I'm going to go with my heart at the very end and say Carolina. So that's my bracket. Carolina Hurricanes are going to win. They're going to play Colorado in this cup final, and they're going to win. Yeah, I got to a similar destination. Um, So, like I said, I had Colorado versus Edmonton. It's, like, weird to me. The playoffs are weird because you're like, I don't think this team is going to get too far when you're making your bracket, and, like, you have to make them get to, like, the conference final or something. And, like, that's how I feel with Edmonton. I'm like – I really don't think you're going to get that far. But so, yeah, Colorado is going to beat them. That's like not even a question in my mind. Um, Yeah, like quote me on that. Make me look stupid when they do, I guess. But 
that's what I think is going to happen there. Um, and then Carolina Boston, I think is going to be a fun series. Uh, just because I like Carolina and I don't like Boston and I think Carolina will beat them. So it'll be fun. And then it'll spark a whole conversation about Boston sports. Oh my God, are they not going to win championships anymore? And then like somebody will win something. I'll be like, Oh good. We can calm down anyway. Um, so that leaves a Carolina Colorado cup final. Um, I was happy for that for the same reasons. Sam said one seed, two seed fun times. Um, and I did pick Carolina to win. Um, because like we've been saying for weeks on the podcast, they've just been so great. And I feel like they've been not quite ignored, but just kind of pushed to the side and they haven't really gotten the attention they've deserved. And I think it would be a really nice fitting ending to their story this year. If yeah, nobody really paid attention to them during the season, even though they were so good, maybe they gain a little bit of traction throughout like traction in terms of like fans and attention, um, get a little bit more attention through the playoffs. And then everybody's kind of behind them by the time of the final and they win. I think it would be fun. Um, and I, I'd be going to the parade. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just think Colorado Carolina will be a fun series. Like you said, on the ice, off the ice, their social teams are fun. Both teams are fun. And I, I would be very happy with that. Um, yeah. And then, like I said earlier, I did, um, 33 goals in the, uh, final because I pretty much always pick like 32 or 33. I pick like a number in the thirties. Yeah. I think that's safe. Yeah. So that's High 20s, my bracket. Low 30s, I think is the, is the yeah. usual. So that's my bracket. Um, roll canes, I guess. A. And that's all for me. <laughs> Hop on the bandwagon. There's plenty of room. Absolutely. Uh, so looking at my final, which who knows if it's even going to end up this way with seeding, but, uh, Boston Edmonton, I again went Boston in that series just because I think if Boston gets that far, they're just going to keep it rolling. Um, <laughs> no, I don't, I didn't really have, cause I think, Bo- I think what's cool about the way this season will work is we get these matchups that we would never see in the semifinals. Yeah. Right. Normally we're waiting until the finals to get an inner, like to get a Western and Eastern team, which is usually obviously what they are in a normal season. We wouldn't see these kind of matchups until the finals. So I think, I think, I think a Boston Edmonton matchup could honestly be a, another fun series to watch because you have the, I can't even say up and coming anymore because Connor McDavid's been around for forever, yeah. forever. But you know, to have players like him and Drysdale go up against some of the top players in the league, Bergeron, Pasternak, you know, etc. On that team because there's a name on that team I'm not going to mention <laughs> that I know is good, but I don't want to talk about. Um, I, I think that could be a really big matchup. Um, but I did, I did go Boston just because I, I think they have the reputation, they have the experience. Um, maybe by then Edmonton will get that experience if they're able to make it that far. But I just see them not being able to get over that final hump if they make it to the semifinals. So I went Boston on that side. And then I finally decided, like, maybe, like, not let's not pick with my heart anymore. Maybe let's pick, <laughs> like, God forbid this, like, somehow actually happens. And, like, I was a god for picking them this far. I had to go Carolina over St. Louis because I, I just am amazed I went that far with St. Louis. And I probably should not have. But, you know, we love to we love to pick our favorite teams to go further of than course. they probably should. But I, I, Carolina's just too good. I don't know how much more we can say about Carolina Mm -hmm. that hasn't already been said. 
Um, it, it would be fun to see Falk go up against his old team and maybe, you know, show him up. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I am probably but... the least, if, if there's a biggest fan, I'm the opposite of that for Justin Falk. <laughs> the, funniest, the funniest thing was not to go too off topic. In his first team with the first, um, like, little bit with the Blues, everyone hated him. Like so much, yeah. And then the next season happened, and everyone was like, "Oh, we love him! Like he's the best." Like I, I think when he was traded, he was like one of the like everyone was packing his bags as a as a Hurricanes fan. At least the ones I know who are all like, "Okay, bye, bye." I think it was just because everyone was still on that sign Petro train. Yeah. When they when they brought Falk in, and then we're like, "Here, have a seven year contract." (laughs) Everyone was like, "Um, the fuck." Yeah, not that. are you gonna pay Petro that money? Like what? So I, I think it was a lot of that in the first, um, honestly. And I, and I only said that because Falk played in Carolina before. I really had no reason to be like show up his old team. Obviously, he's he's not gonna do that. But I I had to stop being hopeful that the Blues could make <laughs> another run because if I had picked the Blues to go to the see what I should have done is I should have picked Blues to go to the finals because I should have just been like screw it, Boston Blues. Matt rematch. That'd be oh, a really fun gonna, rematch. Though. Blues are yeah. gonna do it again. Maybe I'll change it and just pick with my heart on this bracket and just be like, you Girl, know, what, you do what you want. It's your bracket. So, mm, will I probably? Will I mm, probably not? Um, but it's a fun thought to be like, I want a Boston Blues rematch, and I just want the Blues to just stomp all over Boston and make them cry again. Um. But I don't. I, I, as much as I would love it, I don't. I don't truly, truly think it's gonna happen. I also don't think the Blues are gonna get this far. But when in Rome, yeah. if they make it this far, exactly. I will be happy. But I went Carolina, and I also went Carolina to win it all. In the end, we all went into the same yeah. of the Hurricanes. They're probably gonna do it. Um, I I do think this is a good shot for them. I think if they, if at the time is now, I think with how much success they've had this season with all of the talk around Brindamore and his you would think he's gotta get the Jack Adams. There's there's no if, ands, or buts about it. I'm sure there will be because it's the NHL and who and we just go yeah. based on merit. We don't go based on what actually happened. Um yep. cough cough <laughs> Elaine Vigneault should have gotten Jack Adams uh more votes uh season ago, but we won't talk about that. We won't talk about it. Um <laughs> But yeah, I went. I went Carolina just because I think they're if they're getting this. I keep saying if they get this far, but I think they truly can get this far. I think. I also think Carolina Boston would be a fun, would yeah. be a fun matchup to have because you kind of have those. They're not young guns, but it's but it's to call yeah. them young guns over Boston. I think is a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, I went twenty-seven goals because I don't know what number to pick. I was just like, eh, I kind of went the same. Same areas you like about four or five goals a game. I was thinking, mm-hmm. but I also didn't really think how far it would go. So I was just like, twenty-seven sounds like a number. Twenty-seven's fair. I mean, yeah. especially in a in a Carolina Boston series, that'll be a very defense-heavy series. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, it'll be very physical. Yeah, I was like that. Just see, and, and honestly, like that would have been great reasoning for me to think about. Did I think about it that way? No, I just said here twenty-seven. Yeah, just say you did. Sure. It's fine. It's fine. Um, sure, let's go with that. I think it's I think it's interesting that you keep saying like if they get this far because hawk the playoffs especially in hockey are so momentum driven. Yeah. Like that yeah, that's that under, when those like underdog teams or those teams that come out of nowhere like make it like Dallas last year is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like 
they just were a freight train. Nothing could stop them. So it's very true in that aspect to say like, oh, if they make it this far, then they could go all the way because it's so true. Once you get over that like one hump of like no one believes in us, because as soon as you get through that one team, people really start believing in you and go, oh, Mm -hmm. shit, maybe they can actually do this. So I think anytime that you say that, it could be true. Um, So, yeah, those are our brackets. Unanimous Carolina Hurricanes Stanley Cup champions. I'm doing my little happy dance. Um, So we that was a a great special thing to do. I think it was fun to do our brackets and I'm excited to see, I think at the end of each round, maybe we'll just look, look and see like, yeah, who, who's, how bad who's our got what right. Um, we'll do little updates. I think as it goes on, just cause early on, you can kind of see how series are going. Um, but we'll do like in depth, like who's winning or whatever, uh, after every round, I think. Um, so we don't we don't have time for much else. We can, we'll probably go. I mean, there's a lot that happened this week with exit interviews and the worlds are starting. And there's been unfortunately some um, claims of uh, sexual assault lawsuits um, for players against. Uh, there's one for former Blackhawks players against the Blackhawks from incidents that happened before the 2010 Stanley Cup. Um, and another one being brought by players against USA hockey and the university of Minnesota. Um, the latter Katie Strang, uh, wrote an article about it and she's incredibly talented. So, and she's, uh, followed stories like this before. So I would encourage you to look into it. Um, what I wanted to say about it, cause I think it's important to, to say is that this is not. clearly from these two lawsuits alone um this isn't a problem that's exclusive to the nhl junior ncaa anything it's i'm sure and it's not exclusive to men's hockey either um this is a hockey problem um sexual assault allegations or issues brought up by players being ignored by organizations or being enabled by organizations unfortunately this is something that has happened for a very long time and continues to happen. Daniel Carcillo is another person that's been very uh, vocal about it. And all I want to say, and you guys can also um, add, add whatever you feel you want to say about to add to this about it. But my, my, the thing that I find most important is first of all, please respect the privacy of these players. Absolutely. They didn't come forward with their names for a reason. Um, so, cause I've seen people trying to speculate which Blackhawks players were the ones that don't do that. Please don't, don't do, do that. Please, it's not worth it. What the important thing is is that these players came forward with their ish- with what was going on. The Blackhawks ignored it, and then months later, that same coach is it, what became a convicted sex offender. That's what matters. Um, so please respect the players' privacy, and please uh, believe these players when they come forward with these things. And the goal now should be to try to eliminate this from hockey culture. Just like we're trying, there's so many things and it's sad that we're trying to eliminate so much from hockey culture, but cause we, have, there's also issues of racism and homophobia mm-hmm. and things like that, but add this to the things that need to be eradicated from hockey culture. And that's what I'll say. Absolutely. I agree hundred percent. There's really not much else to be said, but I will just emphasize, please don't try to figure out who these players are. As Sam said, if they wanted their names to be known, they wouldn't have done this anonymously. So that's about it. And yeah, I mean, the the hockey diversity 
Alliance HDA. Sure, we'll say it's Alliance. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I always forget what it's called. Committee Alliance. Yeah, um, but I think it's HDA. Anyway, um, they put out shirts that say change hockey culture. And sometimes, like, I, I have one. And sometimes I'll wear mine. People will be like, what do you want to change about hockey culture? Like, ha, ha, ha. And I'll be like, baby, you don't even know. You, you don't even you don't even know. And this is a big part of it. So yeah, I mean, just as we said with the, um, the other situation, uh, of the same nature a couple weeks back, um, believe victims or I, I don't like the word victim. I like say survivor. I think that's a little bit better. Um, so believe survivors, um, support them. I'm personally sending them love, um, and healing from this and in getting justice for this. And that's about it. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's really much much else to yeah. add that that Sam already didn't say. So it's just a reiteration of like let the players or whoever they are have their privacy, let them celebrate that they felt comfortable mm-hmm. to come out yeah. and I, I don't even necessarily, you know, celebrate isn't even necessarily the, the right term because this is obviously some awful Yeah. Some awful things that, that took place. Um, that obviously never should have, but be, you know, be there for them in the way that they felt this was the right time. This was the right moment to come out with, with what happened, you know, with what happened to them, obviously a lot, like, obviously that takes going through a lot of trauma over the years to finally be at a place where you're like, I want to tell my story. Mm -hmm. I want everyone to know that such and such, you know, it's a shitty human yeah. being, basically. Like, it, yeah. it's, it, it really is just like that. Don't worry necessarily about, oh, I, I bet it's this guy or, mm-hmm. you know, oh, this guy got scratched. I bet it was him. You know, like, he's just stop. trying to get back at the team. Like, you know, anything like that. Just if you're if if you don't have anything nice, nice to say, don't say anything at all. Basically, Period. Exactly. just let let Period. these people have their peace as much as they can get their peace let them, you know, tell their truth. And as we always say, don't, don't be that person. That's like, well, dot, 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 dot. Yeah. We don't, we don't need, but actually is here. Yeah. That's more what I was going for the, but actually, but yeah, just, Mm -hmm. just let everyone try to get their peace in whatever way they can, whether, you know, that's coming forward, whether that's doing this, whether that's doing that, just let them be them. Basically let them have this moment to speak their truth and don't try to well actually or but I heard this but I heard that you know just me repeating the same words over and over just because like do it like Nike says just do it yep and I don't want to dive into any really too much of anything else there's been a lot of other things going on but we'll we can hit on those uh next week especially with um the ongoing like Rangers coach search and um the ever go everlasting trash fire that is the Buffalo Sabres with their organizational issues. Um, we'll touch on all that next week. Um, I'm sure there'll be more developments and if there aren't, it's still relevant. Um, I really enjoyed going through these brackets though. I wanted, we'll end on a, on a, I, I t- promised you guys that I would give you guys trivia and this is the trivia. Oh, God, oh I'm excited. About this and I'm so this I'm is the context for today's trivia. The Seattle Kraken have signed their first player. Oh my god, if you're going to say oh his no. name, I remember his first, not his last. His his name is Luke Henman. Oh, okay. okay. He's, he's a former draft pick of the Carolina Hurricanes. He was yes. drafted right after Rod Brindamore, I mean Robert Moore, right after Ron Francis left the organization. So mm-hmm. he was probably scouting him and mm-hmm. has him back now. The Hurricanes let him go. So 
my question to you guys is oh, Jesus. I'm scared. Who who was the first member of the Vegas Golden Knights? I got you right now. I got you right here, right now. Yes, that Ariel. Was, that, was, that was Reed I Duke. I saw on Twitter, but I wanted to see if you guys actually saw who that it was. That was Reed Duke. It was Reed Duke. I was going to say. Remember, the, I, we all remember the, the video of him playing soccer by himself. I was going to say, I feel like it's like an unusual meme. I was going to be was, like. I was, you don't know how excited I got that I knew the answer to that. I was going to be I like. That. It's like a Cole or a, or a I mean, you know. weird. Those memes. Yeah. I, I was um, waiting to see where you were going with it. I was going to be like, what yeah. team does he play for? And I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce that junior team. No, the junior <laughs> team is in the queue. French, French names Bye. are so hard. I, it took me forever with Ramuski. Anyway. So, yes, it was Reed Duke. He was the first Golden Knights player ever. He was signed from the Brandon Wheat Kings and now Luke Henman is joins him Reed Duke in being a trivia question of who was the first member of an expansion team Shout I wanted out to go Reed Duke. I thought I'd go further back but I figured there was a less of a chance of either of you knowing who was like the first blues player or whatever. yeah oh god um, yeah you're lucky I could figure that one out uh but I went with that so that's the first of our of our tri- our little trivia segments I thought that was a fun right, was I fun. started off a so fun hot time. and it's just gonna go downhill <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's fine um well yeah now we have our brackets I could not be happier that you guys are joining me in the Canes bandwagon Absolutely. and Next week, we'll get back to regular news and regular uh, ranting and raving about whatever it is that's going on in the NHL yeah. and in the hockey world. Um, but until then, we bid you adieu. Um, this this you... has been the bracket special. Da-da-da! Da-da-da! And if you want <laughs> more content from us, you can check us out on social media at Pucker Up Sports and uh, on our website, PuckerUpSports.com. Uh, we're going to go into the playoffs nice and strong and give you try to give you guys the best coverage possible um and yeah I hope, we hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you guys next week bye happy playoffs happy playoffs